Hello, listeners. Um, big day in A&E Politics Towers. Boop, boop. Um, last night was the uh, University of Bath Media Awards. Uh, Adam and I, we we sweeped. We did. We, <laughs> we swept. We sweeped. Uh, and we not not with a broom. No. We, um, with awards. With awards. We won them. We won so many. Adam is our rising star for Bath Time. And it's the funniest at Bath Time. Oh. This is the award. That. That's, that's crisp a, card a sexy piece of paper sexy piece of paper we won an award for <laughs> but also most importantly we did win an award for best podcast yes we won and fuck you Tom Lowe and Bath Bomb yeah fuck you Tom Lowe you know, I do love you and you are <laughs> we love you part so of much. this show um, so you're about to hear our acceptance speech and yeah so thank you for supporting us obviously uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone who voted <laughs> I don't think that's how it works we got 12 points from Spain or is that that's yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, we yeah, won, yeah. We won the popular they went round and the critics. Oh my god, and the jury. We, we won, won everything. We're hosting it next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So here's here's a bit of our acceptance speech, and then you'll be into the show. Unlike Adam in his law exam, we have not failed. To the esteemed members of the media society, on behalf of everyone who makes any politics, we want to thank you for this award. We want to thank all the nominees for being such great competition, and of course, thank you to those who unsubmitted their podcast because they knew they'd lose. Shout out to all the guests who have been on the pod, Lucy Atchison and the pod's very own Beyonce Bailey. Uh, also thanks to Samir Ali and Tom Lowe who do great contributions every week. And as of today, Amy Joy is officially part of the team. Um, most importantly, we want to thank all the twatty politicians for giving us something to talk about every week. Uh, and to our mums for being the only consistent listeners. Um, just a little message for John. How many awards do we need to win for you to listen Please. Okay, that's it. Bye. That is a disgrace. You're reassured. I'm reassured. Not another one. Mistakes were made. Peppa Pig world. Thinks he's Obi Wan Kenobi. The truth is he's Jabba the Hutt. He lived rent free in his head. Tofu eating. Hello, welcome back to Any Politics. I'm, I'm I'm Adam. I'm here with Emily. Hello. But Amy's back in the studio Ooh, today. Hello. And we've got my wonderful housemate Ben. Hiya. Who definitely wasn't <laughs> who definitely brought in just because I said to him we didn't have a fourth guest and he was like, Can I be on? And I was like, Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. So welcome, Ben. Welcome. You're welcome anytime. Don't make Adam make you feel unwelcome. No, no, you're Thank your you. best friend Thank of the pod. I heard you I, when I came home. I love coming home on a Friday and I see you listening to it and I'm thinking. I'm a proud dad. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I will admit I wasn't so good last week. I was listening to it this morning. Just so <laughs> <laughs> this, on, on times like 1.8 or something. <laughs> just to make sure that you got all the yeah. jokes in. So yeah, um, how's everyone doing? Emily, we're, we're pretty good right now, aren't we? We are phenomenal. We are riding high on the wave that is life. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> Why did we win an award? We, you are listening to this. This award going winning. into your ear holes right now is an award-winning podcast. This Can you is hear that? these noises. The these noises we're saying winning. they're award-winning. Thanks, award thanks to George for picking us. I thank guess. you, everyone at URB for voting for us, um, and thank you, everyone at Bath for us. I thank everyone who's made this happen. Um, but thank because you, Adam, we are, you've made it happen too. Like Jesus, we are pious and generous. Um, was Jesus pious? I'm thinking he was pious. pious. But either way, we have a competition pious. to announce. Oh, I'm thinking of, um, like, papaya. No, we're not, we're not <laughs> paper. Like, paper. <laughs> we're not paper. paper. We are pious and the giving. Bible. We have a competition to announce. Oh, uh, so. Okay, this is funny. We <laughs> we have merchandise now. We have a <laughs> politics t-shirts. Because we're, we're the shit. If you have seen on our Instagram, we 
we dominate the OB. We dominate the media awards with our t-shirts. Yeah. And basically we're gonna do a giveaway of the t-shirt that we won the award in. Yeah. My lovely <gasps> sweaty t-shirt. And we're going to sign it and the rules it will be washed don't worry we're not just going to give you a sweater t-shirt but we will also sign it and uh, the rules of this giveaway will basically be you've got to repost it on your story tag <laughs> someone in the comments <laughs> and Jesus like Christ. the post and, and um, if you don't win a t-shirt just DM us and we'll order you one exactly and now we are we are now also selling these t-shirts <laughs> um, so if you want an AD Politics t-shirt it's just if you go to Instagram you'll be able to see them it's just the logo of the podcast and the Spotify code so people can scan it um, and yeah so the details will be on our Instagram but we are giving away they are quite cool t-shirts as well they have um, the Spotify little link thing and it actually works when you scan it yeah like that was very satisfying because when I ordered them I thought huh, this won't work I was going to put a QR code as well mm. but maybe that will be the second generation yeah, exactly. t-shirt we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> workshop it and get back to another one exactly so yeah I'm thinking we should do like notebooks as well yeah we'll um, some sticky notes there's a whole merchandise yeah. uh, scene whatever Vistaprint can supply we <laughs> can <laughs> produce sponsored by Vistaprint oh, that would be amazing. Um, other printing services are available I mean, are they like who's seen a snappy snap in the past 10 years <laughs> that's so niche I right. actually love snappy snaps <laughs> oh, sorry, I used to develop my film there all the time I'm going to have to skip this bit yeah, yeah, sorry. Even start right this. listen there's not much news this week this is staying <laughs> <Yeah. in. laughs> Right. I don't know how long I can what is, like Eurovision. What is on the award-winning show today? So in the A block, we're going to talk about the coronation. And if you noticed, there was a coronation that happened over the weekend. And generally, we're going to talk about protests as part of it. We're then going to talk about Eurovision, because that is this weekend. And then also, Trump has been found guilty of something. <gasps> what? And then Not another one! The second uh, part of the show today, we're going to talk about the local elections uh, and the kind of fallout from that. This is... Uh, I get quite excited about this topic, so you'll hear that in a bit. And then the I C block... I have also heard it quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> God forbid you live with me. <laughs> I just talk about it constantly. Um, and the C block, uh, the te- Telegraph has called King Charles uh, the f- a great philosopher of our time. So I've gone through, found some philosophical quotes from Mr. Charles, and your job is to find out which ones he said and which ones he did not say. But that's the end of the show. So let's jump in. Uh, the coronation. Uh, apparently, it was a big advert for global Britain. What did everyone think? What's everyone's initial response? Obviously, it was Saturday. King Charles is now officially the monarch. He wore the crown for the first time. There was a cool photo where he's on top of it with a big purple black shiny thing. It's so funny because, like, who would have thought that that much gold is so tacky? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's very tacky. It was an insane I I kept saying it looks like he's wearing a children's um, dressing up costume. But also, this is my hot take, and if I have any influence on... The airwaves, which clearly we do, we're award winning. Um, I want cloaks to come back into fashion. <laughs> oh, I it think was so, so cool! How cool, right? Like, imagine it. You're walking down Bathwick Hill. You've got it's 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 on the on the cusp of snow. Okay, you've got your puffer coat Why on. Is it snowing? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking practically here. You've got your puffer coat on. You've got a jumper. You've got a thermal. You're still freezing fucking cold because you live in the UK. Pop a cloak on top of that. That's like extra warmth. It's fluffy. It's silky. It's a Why sleigh. is everyone looking at me so blankly? <laughs> is this microphone on? I want cloaks back in fashion, please. If you agree with them, who can make it cloaks, happen? Then, who then can I ask? Pass up. I don't know. Rishi Sunak, can well, you make it happen? Now that we're award winning, he should now listen. I think it's Penny Morden, works. you're you're a fashion icon, apparently. Can yeah. we get cloaks back in? Speaking of Penny Morden, she was oh, kind of the star of the me. weekend, yeah, wasn't she? So. um Penny Morden, as so she is part of the leader of the House of Commons. Uh, what even is this? Uh, she <laughs> schedules the votes 
in the House of Commons. So it's actually a really important role in how it works. So if you think about it, like she's the person who sorts the timetables out. She's the lady who gives you a 6 p.m. lecture on a Tuesday. It's like, why are you doing this to me, the penny? That's her job. She's her job Luke is to make sure the government can get its business done. She doesn't make sure that the MPs vote. That's the whip. But she does decide when the votes are happening. Uh, so that's quite an important role. So her job... Uh, she was also Lord President of the Council, which is why she was holding a sword. And people are going mad and crazy, like positive crazy, that she was the first woman to do this. And she basically she held the sword for however many hours upright, and it yeah. looks like quite it a big like heavy a, sword. It was like two hours. So she's had to train for this. Um, so she's kind of the, the star of the weekend coming out of it. It's like, wow, Penny Morden. I, I mean, other than um, other than the new king. No. Who no. was sort of... I think, he I looked think, fucking miserable yeah, the whole time, I, was, I swear. He did. I he didn't it. smile once. No. It was really weird. He allowed to smile. The photo of him with the crown on is my favourite thing, because he just looks miserable as yeah. hell. To be it's fair. so funny. He had had to sit through, like, an hour of just random people talking mm. um before they even started redressing him oh i don't know why Wait, they, they did that him? like they put him in a little box and, <laughs> oh, and like oh, yeah, changed yeah, his yeah, clothes yeah, for yeah. him oh. and I then mean, they... he's old like, <laughs> maybe can't, like i think some also, things i could do with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> there but, was the bit where like william went up and said a little thing about how he was going to pledge allegiance to the crown and just not one smile like it's his own son speaking yeah. to him and it there was, kind of nodded, it was like it was really weird, weird yeah, yeah. Weird, weird guy. Maybe he's a bit anxious. Maybe. I you think know, he just didn't want crown. to be there. Yeah, no, oh, so, well, it's for some reason, yeah. Um, but on just on Penny Morden, I think that I found this quite... I am a Republican, but I've described myself as a, as a lazy Republican because I don't care enough. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. fight the monarchy because I just can't be asked. I'm a Republican. can thing. change it, but can't be asked. I, like, I don't think we should have a monarchy, but also I don't like care enough to yeah. fight against it because there's, there's bigger issues. Um, but... Uh, the fact that Penny Morden had to train for months to hold a sword up when she's in charge of one of the most important roles in the House of Commons does piss me off quite a lot because this is the thing about the separation between our kind of our monarchy and our and our political system. They're supposed to be that we think of the, uh, yeah. ourselves as a democracy. Well, we are, but the legally the crown and the monarchy have a lot of power in our system, and the fact that we have government ministries dedicated to yeah. preserving their land and their yeah. interests and it's just you know you don't have to go too far to see well that's quite anti-democratic because these people aren't elected but it's fun you get to have a street party you get to have a street party <laughs> um also so the sword that she was holding for two hours it was one and a half kilograms Ooh. so i'm thinking um i'm going to like stand outside the urb studio with this microphone which I don't know how much it weighs, but um, probably one and a half kilograms. In in honor of, of Penny Morden, like Amy is testing I know, the, I don't, the, the heaviness I of her microphone. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand holding the microphone, um, dressed like Poundland, and <laughs> and see if I yeah, get. She had this like golden kind of yeah, it was like a teal dress with like a golden lead. It does look like the and Poundland. And my dad logo. pointed out that it looks like Poundland. Mm. So I'm gonna go dressed in Poundland bags, and hopefully the media will um, lose their mind. And you will go viral on Twitter. And I'll go viral. Um, so yeah, that's that. What? Any other general reactions on the coronation? Em- Emily's quite annoyed about the fact that Ollie Murs. Oh my God! Don't. We're don't, gonna have another Ollie Murs round. Like, okay, take that. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Mark in his funky little boots. <laughs> <laughs> running around the stage. I was like, yes, Mark, you live. Well, they could do with a haircut, but that's that's just my personal opinion. Um, Gary Barlow was absolutely slaying. Um, also, just a couple of things. Why was Gary Barlow bringing on so many people? Like, there were all these, just like, so many people. I was like, um, I you've got Howard, it. you've got Mark. Like, stop bringing on all these youths. Um, <laughs> I just want pure, unfiltered, take that. Um, they did three songs. It was, it was quite sweet because... 
<laughs> you can cut this out, but like it was really sweet because um, Gary did a song, then Howard, uh, no, then then Mark did Shine, and I was like, yes, Mark, you're living your best life. And then Howard got to do, um, oh my God, what's it called? It goes, and we've come so far. That one. <laughs> I don't know the song. Anyway, I phenomenal. Do, I do Take know the that. song. We were, all, we were all like dancing along. My dad just had his knee replacement. He's thriving. Really nice. I've just seen a photo of him. He's walked to the post box. Today, oh, so lovely. Well so done. We were all dancing to take that. We were doing the like clapping thing. It was phenomenal. However, oh. Ollie, Ollie Mers only got to do one song. So what was that about? <gasps> That's unbelievable. And it was, which it one was, was it? With me tonight. Which is, um, which is? A tune. It's a tune, it's an but where tune. was Troublemaker? Yeah, like, if no. you're going to perform anything for the king, surely it's I don't know. I think Troublemaker's good, but Dance With Me no, Tonight no, is no, better. No, 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 no. The start of that song. Like it, that, it, it gets me moving every time. I guess Oli Mers in the room. He's here. <laughs> he's here today. He's coming to perform more than on, once on the award-winning I mean, podcast. If he was going to perform Troublemaker, he would have had to pick one of the royals to bring up with him. Um, Camilla, surely. <laughs> no, it's oh, about yeah. Troublemaker. It's oh. definitely Andrew. <laughs> he wasn't there. He wasn't uh, of course he there. wasn't. Uh, Rishi was bopping along, and I was uh, like, um, "Excuse me, Rishi, sit back down." Uh, I loved all of them waving their flags in the coronation in the concert. Oh, yeah. Why are they shoot like filming? people like like white royals dancing because it's just like it makes me feel like I can dance um, and I Mike famously was, cannot dance uh, I was like Mike Tindall oh, yeah. you can dance apparently they went out the night before as well according so, to the Daily as, Mail Mike Tindall we should. love Mike Tindall Daily Mail is our favourite news source yeah I know love Daily Mail shout out to the Daily Mail um, right there's actually a piece <laughs> of kind of important news that just shitting on the monarchy no, the Oli Mers is amazing yeah there's a piece of important news not related to Oli Mers apart from that that's the most important bit so the police and crimes bill was we talked about this bit last week how we might see the first results of the increase in uh, the decrease rather in our right to protest because the police now have a new measure in which to stop protests and one of the first options like it was started on Saturday and really really early Saturday morning on the day of the coronation uh, lots of anti-monarchy protesters were arrested all they had was placards in a van and they were they were just completely arrested like before anything started because the police perceived that there was a potential threat and a public nuisance and it's the first example of what we were talking about last week of this of the the power of the police to take away our right to protest because we have a right to protest you are completely within your right to protest the fact that we have a king because if you think about it for more than two seconds it's really really immoral and it's not it's not a good thing in my opinion on this opinion show and our right to protest was was massively scuppered in that. And the mass promise of police has also now apologised for saying it was wrong to arrest. But I was listening to another podcast, which they basically said that this is the police's strategy when dealing with protests. Because what they do... You were listening to another podcast. The, the, full, full disclosure. You were, you were cheating on A&E politics? How <laughs> could you? We have won an award and you listen to another it was before podcast. Won it's, the order, it's actually the podcast that I'm oh working God. on next Here year. Go. It's, it's Here podcast, it's, you really listen, are cheating. I listen to some actually funny podcasts. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I forgot my point. Oh, um, he, you were talking about the, the protest, and you were actually making a serious point. I was like, making a serious point. Can I just say my favourite sign was the one that was viral on Twitter, and it was it was the sign that just said he's just some bloke. Excellent. Yes, Phenomenal. that was a good one. That right, good. I remember my point now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the point was that 
basically um, the police's tactic when dealing with these kind of protests is to arrest people then so then the protest doesn't happen and then apologize for it later yeah. on because then it stopped the disruption and even that is a taking away of the right to protest because you're arresting them and then they can't protest and they say oh i was wrong to arrest them but it still dealt with the issue on their perspective so this kind of like even though they've apologized for it and said it was the wrong thing to protest it's also they've still done it and they're going to probably do it again and this is a sign where this is probably going to keep happening as, as more protests come up for different issues uh, we're going to see the police have a... They literally legally have the right now to stop protests that they perceive are going to be too much of a public nuisance. Uh, and it's, it, I think it's a really dangerous precedent and we're just going to see more of it. And we saw the first signs of it this weekend. Ontologically, how do you define nuisance? Oh, that's, the thing is... Because like, I'm scared I'm going to be arrested all the time. But really importantly, this is the, the, the police have now the power to define nuisance. They can choose what's we're a nuisance. In trouble. If you were walking around with a pot and pan bashing it really loudly on your do. own into a megaphone, that... They can arrest you for that and say that you're being a public nuisance. And the thing about protest is it is disruptive. Yeah, that is the point. Yeah. And you cannot have a protest without it being disruptive. And the police now have the power to decide what is disruptive and not. And you can see there's a massive problem with that when it's a protest like BLM, which are often about a police brutality. And the police and often, you know, quite a lot of anti-police chants. It doesn't take a lot for one officer who's, you know, a bit kind of personally offended by it to go, that's a nuisance, I'm shutting it down. And that's what happens. And that's what's going to happen more now. And it's a really dangerous uh, precedent we're setting with this i think it'll be quite funny when they look at some striking people and go that's a protest mm. i need to shut this down and yeah. start arresting people well, exactly striking. i was just thinking like the lecturers on campus they're banging the pots and pans like bulu they don't stand yeah. a fucking chance they're all, they're all done exactly and it like yeah it's, it's just dangerous and you know this is it's part a lot of this past and hopefully we get a different but government also, at some point that can repeat it there's nothing we can do about it how does the public show that they don't like this by protesting but then that's the that's the danger it's democratic backsliding we cannot protest the right to protest because they'll shut down the protests and the only way to change this is to vote yeah and yeah. We'll, we'll come to the local elections later um but the other kind of big the good story of the week is that eurovision is happening this weekend yeah there are in fact listener there are no notes on Eurovision. We have just <laughs> left it to the air. So Emily, tell okay. us about Eurovision this weekend. Um, so Eurovision was founded in, I don't know when. <laughs> um, yeah, genuinely there are no notes. So I'm just going off the top of my head. Basically, it happens at some point in May. It's happening this weekend. And um, it's where all the European, not all of them, Russia's not allowed anymore. Um, where where, where you, some European countries and Australia and Israel and yeah, I think it... anyone who pays to be in, <laughs> and also like England likes maybe. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is quite well. Okay, I'll get. To it's that. not really European, is it? Mm, at this point, but then like, you can't have Australia. world vision. Yeah, it already goes on too well, long. It is yeah, long. Um, long. But it's it's a good amount of time. Longer than the media was last time. <laughs> <laughs> and they were long. And um, so they just come and they perform and they do a little sing song and then everyone votes and it's just a great great time. Uh, this year it is in Liverpool because um, Ukraine won last year, but obviously a uh, little bit tricky to host really such host a big it. event mm. in um, Ukraine. So we very kindly went, look, we came second. We're never going to be able to host <laughs> yeah, it because everyone hates us. So let's have it in Liverpool. Um, Graham Norton's going to be there. Um, what's the late? Hannah Woodrum. Waddingham. Waddingham. Ted Lasso Ted. fame. We love her. So, um, she's presenting, I think. That could be fake news. Um, no, she is. She is. Oh, it's late. And um, 
It's it's going to be great. The we, thing about Eurovision, our song's a bit. Meh, I, think. I haven't heard it. I'm waiting to hear it properly live when it's performed in the finals. We played it on our radio show, so that is. Oh, a I've line. completely forgotten that. Mm. Um, but Clearly the thing about Eurovision attention. that's quite interesting is it, it, there was reading the BBC kind of roundup of it yesterday, and it's like, oh, it's not a political. It's not supposed to be political. Yeah. Like this is where I get to be that guy who goes, everything's political because everything is political. Yeah. Eurovision is, is one of the most political. Yeah competitions there is the reason that the UK never wins is because everyone got, in Europe fucking hates us we got zero points for a long year. long time the only zero. reason that we are we got Nil second last year is because we had an overwhelming talent in Sam Ryder doing it and everyone was a okay, big, big fan okay here's my hot take about Sam Ryder oh. I think he won because he looks like he could have been from any of the countries <laughs> in Eurovision I'm talking the UK which he is uh, I'm talking Sweden have you seen that long blonde hair I'm talking Australia he could have been Australian I think that's why he won because he looked like he is a truly a man of the people exactly and the thing the about European people. we won the jury vote last year and then the popular vote was over overturned the win of, of the UK uh, to Ukraine and the thing about it is I personally don't think the Ukrainian song last year was that good the reason they won did you is not because see everyone, his funky pink hat I liked his hat I just thought that he won for the hat I didn't think Sam Ryder was the best either oh, I think yeah I really didn't think Sam Ryder are you joking great? me his mouth was opening so no, wide Sam Ryder has was some just good like, songs it, it wasn't was, that one really, and the performance wasn't yeah, like insane. oh the my god outfit, sorry really. I can deal with I can deal with the, the hatred of the UK with the coronation but don't you dare come for <laughs> Sam Ryder and Space Nine no I, I liked it I liked him but I just think he has better songs I really want his mouth was opening so wide you could see like all the way down his throat and I really really wanted to just like put a digestive in his mouth like hole <laughs> choke the poor guy no not choke him just I thought Spain's it. last year was the best I thought it was really really what? good what? I don't Spain's even really, remember really good. it's called like slow it's slow. it's like slow in Spanish yeah. anyway the point is it's very very political competition and we'll, we'll see the results of that this weekend because obviously I think Ukraine will do very very well no matter what because lots of people are voting for Ukraine out of solidarity with them yeah. and their effort in the war uh, it'll be interesting to see it's often a quite an interesting way of seeing how public view places in Europe and stuff like that so often this of, one lots of countries no one can it's a yeah that one it's a great one wait Slow should we? Yeah, I yeah, think it was my it's a, it's a, oh yeah 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 I really like that one the performance was incredible Sick. I think you just like it because there's three men without any tops on yeah maybe maybe that right on to some <laughs> genuinely serious and quite exciting news uh, Donald Trump has been found guilty of hold sexual hold assault. Can I, can I not just come back to Eurovision for a second? Yes, sure. yeah. <laughs> I'll cut that bit out. I know you've got, know you got some fun news assault, to yeah. do, but like, I want to talk about Eurovision. Yeah, because I feel talk like about Trump. The best speak. Thank you. The best way to describe it is like you know when you're doing the end of school yearbook and you've got to like choose who's the best singer or whatever. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not who's the best singer. It's who, yeah. who does everyone like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what Eurovision is. It's just a talent contest where it's actually just who's got the most friends. Yeah. And for many um, years reason, it wasn't us. For some reason we got the most friends last year. We did a great no, job. No, we didn't. Guys. We got the second most friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. We got the second most friends. Um, just that moment when we were winning for so, so, so long. And it was so funny because me and my dad were just looking at each other like, we're not going to win this. <laughs> How are we not going to win this? And it, oh, it was so good. Ukraine were favourites the whole time and they did, yeah. they did come out on time. Yeah, I also really enjoy that it's like, okay, yeah, they have um, a week of little, like the semi-finals, blah, 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 blah. But I really like that it's all over in one night because yeah. America yeah. tried to do a kind of America vision Ugh. and it was like three days and it oh didn't do God. very well because yeah. like... They mm. did a comp. So does anyone actually watch the semi-finals? Because I've never no. seen it. Like Hardcore Eurovision fans do. I don't know where you. My friend it. Sam went to Liverpool to watch wow, it. Wow, yeah. as you should, Sam. Okay. I know. Um, do you think we could get media passes to Eurovision? Um, this is not something you asked me. Your lifestyle. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> is it too late? Um, I think Eurovision, it's too late. I think they've sold out. 
Quite they, a while they ago. Make space yeah, for us. They, we're media. Oh, um, true. Can I can I get to the important news now? No. <laughs> right. Donald Trump, former US president, has been found guilty of sexual assault uh, in a civil case uh, brought by columnist E. Jean Carroll. Uh, he, she claims that Trump, and now has been proven that Trump uh, raped and sexually assaulted her 27 years ago. Uh, this is a civil case, so Trump will not fa- pray, uh, face prison time, uh, unfortunately. But in uh, explaining the finding of a sexual abuse to the jury, the judge said it had two elements. Uh, that Trump, Trump subjected Carol to sexual contact without consent by use of force and that it was for the purpose of sexual gratification. What does this result in? It means that um, five, Trump will have to pay £5 million in compensatory damages to her. And obviously that's a lot of money, but for, he, for a millionaire that's not, it's not that's kind of a drop in the ocean. But the precedent of him finally getting some fucking... Obviously he's not going to prison for it, he should go to prison for it. But because E.G. and Carol knew how the US system works proving um, in a criminal case of, of sexual assault is much is a higher threshold than in a civil case and uh, she's gone for the route of, of a civil case and that's and she's she's won it so she's now going to get the payout from him and it, and you know he is now a proven sexual assaulter and that's that is that's we knew this yeah. already it's fucking great news that it's finally a little tiny drop of justice on the way he should obviously it should go much much further um, and in the depositions to the um, jury uh, it was found that his deposition is the most abhorrent thing I've like it's easy to forget how awful he is because he's a bit of a parody of himself now like we know that he's a Nazi we know that he's uh, a sexist pig and he's a homophobe all these things but then you hear him say in this deposition that I wouldn't rape her because she was not my type and then telling the lady who's who's interviewing him for the deposition you're not my type either it's fucking atrocious and it made me feel fucking sick he's a mo- he's a monster and he needs to like there just needs to be some justice soon and this is a you know we're getting there there's a no, obviously there's the lawsuit we talked about before where he's paid off the porn star Tommy Daniels which is a criminal case he could go to prison for it. Uh, this was a civil case. And there's loads of other legal things coming his way. And now that he's no longer president, he doesn't have the barriers of, of presidency before. And he's running for president. So hopefully this brings him down finally because this man needs to be in prison. Um, but yeah, that's, that's obviously... Mic drop. Those Don't my... drop the mic, so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are my opinions on Trump. Anyone else want to weigh in? Um, yeah, I think it's... Great that obviously he's been found guilty and everything, but the five like what does five million really like what's the consequence of him paying five million mm. for the level of trauma and um kind of the extent to which it like affected her life? Five million is not really anything exactly. to kind of make that up, but it is what it is. Exactly. And it's yeah. a, it, he like legally now he is a sexual predator. Yeah. That's 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 the benefit of this case. And you know, will this change anything? Probably not, because I don't think any of us believed he wasn't before, but it's yeah. it's Does different than it is. Does he have to declare that when he goes for job interviews now? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I probably. <laughs> so he might have to declare that on the president. But it's not really going to, like, affect no, I don't the think fact it's that gonna, he's going to be I don't think it's going to make his voters change their yeah, vote. Yeah. But, like, it is, it, you know, it's it, it's yeah. a step in the right direction, I guess. And it's good news that, you know, there's a bit of justice, like, kind of. It's obviously not what we wanted, but we're on the way, yeah. I, I would say. So that's that's my take. Yeah, I'm. I'm just sort of imagining Trump rocking up to like his first campaign for the presidency thing, and just rocking up and going, "Okay, first of all, I need to say I am a sexual offender, and if you're not okay with that, then I'm going to have to ask you to leave." The thing is that no and then one, just one person, yeah, literally, walks yeah. out. no one, and they have to get a beer to come straight back yeah. in. Yeah, no, his his base, they, they they don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is like the news is, like 
sexual offender is officially a sexual offender. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But okay. at, at least it's official. We got that's, that's a win. It's official. He's he's um, posted it on Facebook. That's hey it. guys, I'm officially a sexual offender. Update. He's made it. Is it on his LinkedIn? Uh, I, I will check that. I'll fact check Does that. He and have get back LinkedIn? to you. Right. Um, <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we're going to discuss the local elections. Hello, welcome back to Andy Politics. So, there was some big news last week, but before the coronation happened, uh, there was the local elections. We talked about this a bit before. Yeah. Uh, well, I kind went of to vote. Emily went to vote. There was pictures of our Instagram. I voted by proxy at home through my dad. Lovely. Well um, done, Andrew. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so the, the kind of the gist of it, we'll run through the outline of what happened, and then we'll talk about specific seats and also kind of what it means, what it can tell us. Um, so... The Conservative Party lost 960 council seats. Labour yeah. gained 634. The Liberal Democrats gained 416. And the Green Party gained 200 seats. And independent councillors fell by 375. Uh, that is obviously a massive, massive defeat for the Conservatives. And it was worse than the Conservatives thought it was going to be. And I think that people thought the Conservative losses were going to be. Um, I think the narrative going into it is often the local elections are treated as referendums on the government in power. Obviously, the Conservative government has been myri in myriads of scandals through the last like 13 years, but obviously the last year has been particularly atrocious for them. And the local elections were actually brought down Theresa May in 2019, and it kind of finally led her to resigning, and because uh, the, there were really bad results. And these are even worse than those results were for her because obviously yeah. it's the same it's the same councillors that are up then that, uh, were up, that were up then are up now um the kind of the big thing we can take away from it i i think is that the conservative party are really really unpopular labor gained 634 seats which is more than labor said they were expecting they were expecting about 300 400 but oh, obviously wow, yeah. there's lots of expectation management that goes into the stuff they're mm. more likely to under promise and over deliver because it makes them look better um it does not show much so john curtis has said who's the kind of famous pollster who kind of operates with the bbc has said he does not show that everyone is in love with the Labour Party. It just shows everyone is disgusted by the Conservative Party, which I think is probably about right. I think most of us would never, ever vote for the Conservative Party. Yet the Labour Party, as we said last week, have stuff to prove to me, specifically at least. And um, the Liberal Democrats are becoming the party of local elections, uh, local councils because they're now kind of dominating most of those elections, gaining 416 seats. Uh, they appear to be kind of a middle ground between if you're if you're a conservative you're probably not going to vote labor even if you because even if you don't like the conservatives because it's quite a big swing for you yeah. you're probably going to vote for the middle which is the liberal democratic party um so um sunak despite all this said that they were making progress in key election grounds which is so funny because he chose three specific seats where they made like two council gains and in those three specific seats they aren't in control of those seats. So he just basically went to three seats where the Conservatives gained a seat or two, but they haven't. those gains have not meant that they've flipped those seats. So overall, the Conservatives got destroyed, uh, which is um, just, you know, obviously, on this, on this partisan opinion show, a big, big fan of. Um, we're going to go into specific seats in a second, but Emily, what do you think it um, tells us in general about like? Em Emily has been on her phone, so <laughs> I just said I Emily voted to last week. So it's <laughs> I said Emily good. to wake her up because I've um, been leading the section. Okay, it's your turn. So um, uh, mid type, mid type. Okay, mid -type. so there, I I went and voted, and I just actually want to just I I just want to share my experience of voting because 
I um I think I encountered some some sexism actually. Now that I look back mm. on my experience, I don't want I'm no Tino shade to the man there. But I was there. My hair was in braids. I was wearing. I had my flowery bag. My like probably wearing mostly pink like I usually do. Right and now. um, I went in and the guy was just mansplaining the ballot paper to me <laughs> and he was like um here's the he was just really explaining it in depth and i was like i don't think this I, okay maybe i'm jumping to conclusions maybe he was just extremely bored because there was no one else in there yeah but he go and he was like here's the names of all the candidates but don't worry because the little logo for the party is there and i was like um mister you look like a jonathan so i'm gonna call you jonathan and no i didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> but like i was like Oh, no, I know, don't worry. And I wish I'd said, like, oh, I actually do politics and uh, have a really great podcast. Anyway, that kind of bothered me. An and then, podcast. so then I was, I, he was like, oh, go over to the thing and you just put across. He was really explaining. So then I was going to, like, hold up the pencil and be like, how do I use this? Because <laughs> um, he, he explained everything else to me. He didn't uh, tell me how to use the utensil. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I voted. Um, yeah. So what was the question? <laughs> Can you just like your general reaction to the results? And my general reaction is I've not really looked, which is why I hoped you were going to ask me. No, all right. Looking at the looking at the numbers now, this is serious, everyone. Um, it's because award winning podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this won an award. <laughs> How did this win an award? Um, <laughs> hey, I'm trying my best. Um, okay, so the <laughs> the Conservatives lost quite a lot of seats. I I think this is what we were saying last week is that. Um, it's going to show more like disdain towards the current government than yeah. actual um, like love of the Labour Party. Um, yeah, I think I think the Conservatives have done a lot worse than they expected, which is very very funny. Um, and the fact that Rishi Sunak is trying to kind of spin it as oh we haven't done that badly when they so obviously have. Yeah, no, it, it, is, it, it is funny. And I think also one of the most important bits is these are local elections and local elections, we don't know the turnout for these numbers yet because they're technically everywhere is not declared. So we don't quite know. And obviously we'll talk about voter ID in a second. But the turnout is about 30 to 40% of, of, of registered voters in these elections. So it's less than half of people who can vote, which is also not everyone who's... Everyone is eligible to vote. No, that's not everyone who can vote. So a lot of people who haven't registered to vote before. Um, so, and often the people who do vote in these elections are older people because mm -hmm. they've been more aware of democracy for longer. They've taken part in it for longer. Young people don't tend to vote in these elections. And the fact that even this demographic of people are not voting for the Conservatives, yeah. I think does say a lot about how unpopular they are. Um, so, like, again... You know, the fact that Emily went and voted and the people outside, the well, I, I couldn't go in to vote because I can't vote in Bath because I've registered at home. Yeah. I was talking to the you chap moral outside. Support. It was great fun. You, you were on the way there, you were telling me, explaining how he to He didn't mansplain to me. We were talking about swinging seats. It was, I actually had a great time. It was a really, really niche conversation about electoral <laughs> mandates. And I, but I, I'm even, glad you had an Even the poll worker, I was like, oh, I really want to flip my seat at home. And I obviously couldn't say which seat it was because he's, he's supposed to be on unbiased because he's a, he's a poll yeah. worker but he was like yeah I think you're probably better off registering at home because I think that and I'll, I'll talk about that seat in a second but it feels like even everyone is has such a disdain for the Conservative Party at this point that even the poll worker and obviously I don't know his party was like 
yeah, you should try and flip those seats because, and I, I, that's what happened. So on specific seats, Bath, where Emily voted, is forty-one yes. to fifty-nine Liberal Democrat. Yeah. Um, so gained, so many signs everywhere being like Liberal Democrats. Exactly, the Liberal yeah. Democrats. I think they're the middle ground here, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Bath will not go Labour. It's too yeah. fucking posh for that. But it will go Liberal Democrat because like we're not monsters. We just think that we should not be taxed. That's what it is. And then so Liberal Democrats gained five seats. Conservatives lost three, and I think Independents kind of. There was a couple of Labour seat gains as well. Um, Wealdon, my home seat, was flipped to a no vote control. I was very, very excited when I saw this because Wealdon is a very, very conservative seat, yeah. uh, both constituency wise. You fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I look posh. Someone told me over the weekend. Oh, so funny. Really upsetting. Um, it <laughs> flipped. Right? It flipped to no vote control. Then Conservatives lost 19 seats. Uh, Green gained seven and the Liberal Democrats also gained seven and Labour gained two, which quite upset me because I should have voted Green. I voted Labour tactically because I thought they would want to do better. But actually, the Liberal Democrats and Greens did much better, so I should have voted Green. But that's fine. Either way, Labour gained two, Greens yeah. gained seven. and So now it's no overall control. Will then has finally become a non-blue council level seat which is great fucking news and Ashford Amy's home um, the Tories no longer have overall control either uh, the Conservatives lost four seats uh, Labour which is huge it's very very Tory exactly and uh, Labour gained five and the Ashford independent group gained, have now nine seats and yeah. the Green gained four and the Green Party gained four so yeah. These are signs, I think, that like even these like Wealdon will be blue at the next election. Like the constituency-wide seat, Nuskani will still be an MP. Yeah. But the fact that the council and the people like you know the people around you, you know your, your older ladies, older men who are voting in those seats with big big houses and massive estates are voting against the Conservative Party in the council elections says a lot about the state of the Conservative Party. And I think it's yeah. a very very good sign that we are not going to have them in government when the next election comes around. Hopefully, we just need to keep pushing because we're we're almost fucking there. Yeah. I just want to say to the listener the reason that um, Adam didn't read out my. Like he went through the council for his home and Amy's home. He didn't read out mine because I live in London. There were no local council yeah, elections. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. because I we had the that. mayor elections last Crazy. year that mm. I voted in. That was fun. Wow. I didn't get the ballot paper. And this is the thing. So there. obviously there are lots of yeah. councils that weren't up this time. So yeah. it's not a national poll in the same way. And also it's worth pointing out local council elections are quite specific based on the issues of local areas. Yeah. So I know people in Bath who didn't find anyone in Bath who they liked because there was no one talking about the specific issues they wanted. So they didn't vote or they yeah. spoiled their ballot because very, very specifically here, there were no parties doing what they wanted. And one of the reasons I wanted to vote Labour in my home seat is not specifically because I want the Labour Party to win. It's because they said they keep the legislature that I work in at home open. Yeah, it's much smaller issues. Like they're not campaigning to abolish the Rwanda policy. Yeah. Like that's not... That's not <laughs> so it's smaller scale politics. So I keep think the legislature open. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for for Adam to go fully Ali G in the house <laughs> to save his Lotus Centre. I, I'll do anything to save up for Lotus Centre. We love you, you. You'll protest, but then you'll be arrested. Oh, exactly. This is the this is the problem. Um, but yeah, so local. I think you can take it with a grain of salt. The fact that we you know it's not a guarantee that we'll be the Conservatives in the next election that they will lose, um, especially due to the electoral system and voter ID, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's a, good a whole year sign. away away as well. No, exactly, and loads yeah. of shit could happen. Then Keir Starmer can flip flop a bit more and you know lose us all, fucking pull our hair out. Um, the last thing to mention on this is voter ID. This mm. is the first kind of wide scale election where it was used in the UK. Uh, there's we don't have specific figures and the electoral commission is looking into cases but there's anecdotal evidence of lots of people being turned away at the ballot people who've spent their you know their days 
working, go to the ballot box in the evening, can't vote because they don't have forms of voter ID. Yeah, and then just don't bother because it's like... So they're kind of... uh, There was an anecdote, I have one constituency I heard over the weekend, and obviously I I will try and fact check this, but uh, it's an anecdote, so it's it's not provable, but basically that there was like 130 people who were turned away from voting and only 113 people then turned back up with ID to vote. So that's, you know, not... And then that's 17 people, not many people who then couldn't vote. Am I right, that's 17? 130. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> just my mum is listening. And I just want to check I got the maths right there. So that's 17 people. That's not that's not going to flip an election. But obviously, this is a local election. Only 20 to 30 percent of people vote. Uh, it's the scale of this matters a lot. And if that's, um, you know, this this is already happening now. And again, voter fraud is not a real issue. And it, the, the fact that anyone has tried to vote and then was stopped voting because they didn't have a form of ID. Uh, is it's a it's massively worrying for the state of democracy going forward, and obviously, um, the, as we said on the show a few weeks ago about voter ID, and you can listen to that if you want a more in-depth conversation about it. The people this affects are uh, disproportionately younger people because they don't allow young people to use rail cards and oyster cards; that they allow older people to do that, and also um, people of minority groups because they they tend not to have IDs as much as white people do as well. So. Uh, and the, you know, obviously, you go a bit further along. What do those people tend to vote for? It's generally not the conservatives. So I was also wondering, like this might you can maybe cut this out, but, but so my ID that I used had my home address on it. So, and they because they ask you what's your address, and then they cross you off the list. Yeah. What are they actually using the ID to look for? They're just checking. It's checking. It's you. It's just checking. But it's how you. how do they know that that is my name? It's like, got a photo. Look, yeah, but surely I could just take my ID that has my home address and just say, oh, does it have my name? Well, this is, Do you know what I mean? Well, what like, ID are you using? Because like, I was using a provisional license because yeah. I cannot drive. So it's got your photo and it's got your address and your name. Yeah, but so my they can home just, address. Yeah, but then they can just ask you like, what's your date of birth? It's, it's, or like it's just my name, thing. right? How it, yeah. worked, how it worked before is you went into the polling booth and you basically said your address yeah. and your name. And then the they have a list of people who can vote. Looking, the information they have is my name and my address. Mm. So I use my ID that has my name and a different address. Yeah. It's not about your address though. They're, it's they're just verifying, my name. They're verifying it's you. That's it. And they can do this, that with This the is why it's so stupid because again, the fr- ah. voter fraud is not happening yeah, anyway exactly, yeah. and there, it's just a step it's a step to be like it you know if you think about it for less than two seconds you're like oh it makes sense because you know you need an id to get into a bar to prove you're 18 and mm. stuff but the thing is to get into the polling booth they have they have people checking if you're 18 you're registered and that we your addresses and if you can vote in that specific polling yeah, space this is already being done the id is completely pointless well that's what i'm trying to say is i don't understand what the id because what the ID proves because it doesn't prove my it, address. It proves you are you, but it doesn't matter because you could. But they, how did they know that, that anyway? That me with my photo is me. They don't exactly because it's quite easy. Like it's as easy to if you're going to commit voter fraud, you can still do it with a voter ID. Yeah. The thing is, no one's fucking they, doing that you anyway. You just need you just need an, if you want to pretend to be me, you just need a photo ID with your photo but my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't really solve the problem. It doesn't anyway. exist anyways. Because I knew it was thing. stupid, but when he was checking my ID, I was like, what are you actually checking for? Because uh. but also I swear he just has like E Grey and then my my address. So my Even sister, worse. her name begins with E as well. She could pretend to be me. Yeah. I, Alina don't have any silly ideas. <laughs> but do you know, I was just like, this feels like a complete waste of time. But also the polling station that I went to was dead. Mm. Um, but during busier hours, maybe, and during general elections when turnout is higher, like the polling stations are going to be mm. busier. Mm. That's an extra like 
check but then what are they checking oh i don't know it's stupid the anyway just vote like, please um, but in india it's actually really cool like elections are a huge deal everyone votes it's like a massive thing mm. um but what happens is after you vote you get given like a little ink mark on your finger and everyone gets it and everyone takes photos and it's like this huge That's thing so cool. and everyone America, yeah, yeah but then it lasts like the whole month so you can't uh, then until the nail's grown out you can't do you know what I mean it stays there yeah, 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 got, yeah. Um, one guy actually accidentally voted for the wrong candidate in the last general election and he chopped off the finger because oh he was so abhorred that wow. he would accidentally oh vote for the wrong God. party that would, I would do that if I accidentally vote for Dominic Raab <laughs> there we go <laughs> Only Dominic Raab. we know how you feel about him I, oh I've just googled it that's really cool yeah um, right that's, that's kind of the roundup of the local elections uh, we'll obviously there should be a general election either like the the uh, latest that can be is is like January 2025 but I think it'll probably Dramas. be I'm going to be in Germany and we so sad I thought the vote drama. by proxy okay, this I don't want to vote by stupid. proxy in my first election <laughs> come back yeah I'll have holiday. to I have to trip. potentially stupid alert um, you're going to need a I thought I thought I thought they got rid of the fixed term parliaments act they have but they're still They've got rid of the fixed-term parliaments act, which is why it doesn't have to be the thirteenth of December, twenty twenty-four, because mm. that is exactly five years later. But it's just, it's just like it has custom. To be, it has to be within five years, otherwise, like, it, 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 you see what I mean? At some point, they don't have to have an election anymore, and then it's not <laughs> democracy. Yeah. There has to be an election. Okay. But the thing is, because there's a recess at Christmas, it puts it later. Yeah. The fixed-term parliament act was a way of kind of streamlining the process because the the um uh, you'd have to make the MPs vote for when they wanted an election to happen again. Otherwise, it defaults to a certain date. And what's happening now is it basically, it's five years. It has to be five years. It can be kind of a bit further than five years or a bit shorter than yeah, five years. but around about. But around about five years. And the fixed in Parliament, I was like, right, it's going to be exactly five yeah. years. And then it never actually was because no. we had massive political yeah. turmoil. Yeah. But now it can be late, as late as January 2025 because it, that's five years and a month from okay. the actual date of the election last time because of the Christmas recess. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, okay, so election will happen soon unless Rishi Sunak come, becomes drunk. Yeah, so power. now if you haven't, you know, if there's one thing you can take from this, if you haven't registered to vote, register to vote. Yes. If you need to get voter ID, get voter ID now. Just sort it out now yeah. so you don't have to think about it when the yeah. election comes because the, the de- deadlines for this stuff is always, you know, if you just do it now, it's one less yeah. job to do. You can just show up and vote on the day. So, yeah. Slow. Right, cool. Is and it time if, if for you, a game? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll just say, if, if you do sign up then adam will be willing to drive you to your voter station yeah, so you I, can I vote that's drive, a service i offered to drive ben to, to his voting station to vote but also just gonna say polling stations tend to be quite close to mm, the house that's so the whole point you're driving him down the road no but he, he, ben's registered in reading so I was going to say, if you drove me to the polling station, <laughs> I would literally drive and then I'm stop. I'm determined to make people vote. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Um, but yeah, right. Whatever when we come back, we're going to talk about our new monarch and his philosophical views. Hello, welcome back to Any Politics. Right, today we are celebrating. We've all pledged allegiance to the crown over the weekend. Everyone was there. Hand on the Bible going, I praise it, God save the king, all that stuff. Um, so, the Telegraph has called him the, one of the great philosophers of our time. Uh, in quote, he is a, Charles III is a 21st century philosopher king. From architecture to faith, our new monarch is a learned man whose views will deeply impact all of us. All of us. 
what are these views that are going to deeply impact all of us? I have two, I have three rounds, but the third one, as you'll see, is not really a round, but I'll explain that in a minute. So your job, there's two, there's, there's one thing he said, it's the truth and a lie. Which one did he say? Which one didn't he say? It's a team game. We'll okay. all do it together. Uh, quote one, I'll try and do my best kind of posh English, which is just generally how I speak. Um, so You are posh after all. Mark <laughs> in the queue told you that. Mark in the queue did tell me that. Uh, there's nothing like a jolly good disaster to get people to start doing something. Yeah. Or God does as God intends. That's why life's so beautiful. This was after flooding in England. I think the second one, the God... What, say it again. God does as God intends. That's why life is so beautiful. Is that not what I just said just now when um, I was shaking my cables that were tangled together <laughs> yeah. and just beautifully fell apart. Yep. I think that was me. I'm paint the philosopher. A, paint a beautiful image for the um, listeners. <laughs> yeah, so I was just plugging in my computer, but I had multiple wires attached to the plug, so I was just going to just plug it in with a pluggy mess. And then they just they separated, and I said that God does what God intends. Yeah, exactly. That's why life wow. is so beautiful. So which one do we think? So do we all think God oh, does what well, God intends? Uh, I think I, the I first also, one is Charles. I like the first one as well, yeah. yeah but there's yeah. nothing like a jolly good disaster to get people to start doing something. Seems like I, I, the I, I, I feel like I've heard it. F- I feel like I've heard you bring it up before. I don't know who <laughs> said it, but I feel like um, you've mentioned Adam's this just quote before. Adam's just quoting King Charles I, I find myself always quoting King Charles. I'm just <laughs> he such is a such huge fan. Yeah. Um, right, so we're ready for the answer. Yeah. yeah. The correct answer is there's nothing like a jolly good disaster. Yeah. So he was visiting families uh, in you know who had been devastated by these mm-hmm. floods that disrupted their lives and home years. And he was giving out towels and going, there's nothing like a jolly good disaster to get people to start doing something. And I think the best bit about it is the jolly good. You know, jolly good, jolly good disaster. Because yeah, people's lives, you know, people died. Yeah, people's crazy. lives were ruined. Just like, yeah, jolly good. And you know, he can go back to his... How many homes did he have? 14 uh, homes yeah, that aren't flooded. And, you know, he, just, he was handing out tea towels. And, you know. Maybe we should flood one of his homes <gasps> or all of them and Ooh. see how he reacts. Exactly. No, jolly good design. Yeah. Get people to start yeah. doing something. Make Santa do it. Then it's really jolly. Ah, there you go. One of my favourite jokes I saw on Twitter, this is not my joke, um, about the coronation was we'd take that because it was at Windsor, the concert, and someone tweeted, like, thank God they didn't get take that to perform Relight My Fire because... Um, you're looking at me very blankly. That is fucking hilarious because Winter Castle famously burnt down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The context of that oh, yeah. well. I'm not, I'm I don't think it was very famous. That is famous. <laughs> famously. famously. If, uh, if you knew that that happened, please bombard us with your name. <laughs> bombard us? It was, it was, it was, it was bom- actually a really big plot line in The Crown. So. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Sorry, I'm not cultured. Um, right, round two. Unlike yogurt. You are I, not cultured. Oh, <laughs> I'm staring at you so blanky right now. <laughs> I'm I saying some really funny stuff right. today. Audience, oh, yeah. Dear audience, Emily won funniest at bath time yesterday. <laughs> I, ever yeah, since, I Emily has been making the shittest fucking jokes. And I think and then we, ending it with, I'm the funniest at bath time. We need to rescind the award. <laughs> Lucy, if you're listening, please rescind the award. She doesn't deserve wow. it. To be fair, they are Adam level jokes. Hey so. now, hey now. Okay, hey now. I don't pretend to be anyway. funny. Um, right, uh, round two. I, I've also got a question. You you said learn. Is it learned or learned? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure when you're talking about someone like that, it should be learned. It says learned, but it could be learned. I believe learned. you say it learned. Learned. Well, well there you learned. go. Sorry, Ben learned. is back checking my. I'm not, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Who's the posh right, guy now? <laughs> ben is taking my crown from me. Um, right, I'll crown. take it from that the king too. That is funny, crown because it's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that's I'm, I'm actually really joke. funny. I'm funniest about time. Um, right, round two on class. Uh, what did Charles say? What I want to know is, what's actually wrong with an elite, for God's sake? Or, gosh, why don't these 
this is not in the quote, homeless people just get a job. Who was referring to homeless people? Who was referring to homeless people? So, gosh, why don't these homeless people get a job, or why don't these people get a job? But it's referring to homeless people. Yeah. And what do I? What I want to know is what is actually wrong with an elite, for God's sake. I'm going. I would say the elite, the elite, elite yeah. but the elite I do one. remember when Rishi Sunak asked yeah. the homeless man if he wanted to get into cyber, which is really funny. <laughs> 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 Rishi Sunak's goldmine as well. I think he's the modern philosopher king. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are correct. It is. It is what I want to know is what's actually wrong with an elite. And I think asking the question is the answer. I think like, oh, what is wrong with us? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we have to go into that? I don't really think so. But yeah, uh, I didn't actually, the second quote I did just make up, but it is very similar to the Rishi yeah. Sunak one. I have to say, Sorry. no one else said these quotes. Yeah. Uh, I just made them up because I thought, I was trying to keep it on because, form. Because yeah. Adam style. really is in the mind of an out of touch Exactly, kid. he's got that. <laughs> he's won the award and now he's like, <laughs> <laughs> these are Adam quotes. I, you know, power has gone straight to my head. Uh, right, round three. And now this one is not a uh, like a kind of you have to guess the quote thing. I just think everyone needs to remember this as something that happened. Um, right. He just said this. Uh, I'll, it's a, it's a bit of role play. I'm going to be both characters here. So okay. I'm going to do a. Voices. Yeah. I'm going to do a Charles. Yeah. And I'm going to do a Camilla. Oh. Okay. This that's is, quite the range. This will be my my wow. my Camilla will hopefully How's be. How's your falsetto going? Uh, terribly. You're going to hear. Uh, <laughs> right. So I'll do a, Charles will be deeper. Okay. Camilla will be higher. We'll try this. Okay. Oh no, God. spin it the other way. Spin it up the other way. Oh Make my God. God. That's going to confuse me. That's right. Come on now. <laughs> right. This is Charles. Oh God. I'll just live inside your trousers or something. No. It'd be much easier. Ha ha ha. What are you going to turn into? A pair of knickers? Both laugh. Oh, are you going to come back as a pair of knickers? Or God forbid, a Tampax. Just my luck. Oh, he said the Tampax. He wanted yeah. to yeah, he be. That's the thing. He said it. He wanted to be her <gasps> tampon. tampon. <laughs> yeah. He asked to be her tampon. God forbid. Is that love? Is that love? <laughs> it wanted to be her tampon, people. If that isn't true, I think you know romance is dead. Yeah, um, if you don't want to be your tampon, men, men, men these days, right? Just you know, where's where's the requesting to be your partner's tampon? That, that, that's that's well, the ideal standard. It makes me feel standard. quite queasy. It makes me feel a bit sick. It's <laughs> so disgusting. But yeah, the modern philosopher king is now ascended to the philosopher throne, to the philosopher throne. Um, so yeah, that's 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 kind of. My I also game. think if he's going to make such a sweeping statement, he needs to be a bit clear about what kind of tampon he wants to be. Mm. Like, uh, is is he? Is he, is, he, is he a super But also, is he like applicator as well? Like, Ugh. or is he just being shoved up there? Like, yeah. come on, give a bit more, give a bit more detail, Charles. I love how he he, he like gave a branded tampon as well. He didn't just go tampon. Oh yeah, he he's knows. He's like you know he's. One, he's a feminist. He's an ally. He name, knows. Name another brand of tampon, Adam. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, thank you for listening. To, <laughs> thank you for listening to A and E politics this week. Other brands of tampon. Oh, are I'm available. trying to think of another brand. I, of tampon. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know any other brands. Of ta- I don't really know tampons that well, weirdly enough. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's the official Surely statement. Good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> how the fuck did this win an award? <laughs> um, is that the end of the episode? This is the end of the episode. Um, Slay. So that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of A&E politics this week. We'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, yeah, if we're not taking If I don't air. die from all my coursework's Oh, I just want I just want a bit of sympathy. Um, yeah, good luck with everyone's exams. Yes. Um, Send your sympathy to Emily because by the time you next hear her, she will have done an exam. In wow. person. In person. About Adam exam. Smith. Bad. Like the worst. Ooh. The worst Adam. Uh, no, I can think of one that's worse. Which one's that? 
Yoo-ha! <laughs> Funny. Um, funniest of all time. <laughs> I mean, Adam did go to private school, so. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, Mum, <laughs> tell him. He didn't, but. He looks posh. Know, he looks posh. I look so posh. Sure he did. Uh, yeah, I get it. I sound okay, posh. that's the end of the episode. We've, I've Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we. Oh, before enter we the competition. Done. Enter the competition, people. <gasps> to win Adam's On Instagram t-shirt. now. You're or you can win mine. You, yeah, we, we have an option of whose sweater t-shirt you want to win. I'm a large. Emily's size is a medium. If you want to, yeah. if you want to win, you have to tag. You have to repost it onto your Instagram story. You have to comment someone you want to listen to the pod with, and you have to like the post. And we will announce the winner on next Friday's show. The competition will close next Wednesday at eleven. Yeah. But yeah, all details wow. are on our And depending on where Instagram. you live, we might personally come and deliver. Yeah, them. if you live in Bath, we'll give, we'll give it to you in person. Yeah. Or if or you want to come and visit Bath to get it in person, yeah. we will also we'll do deal that. With that. Guys, someone take the award away. It's gone to their head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too much. No, this, Amy, you mean this what, Amy right here? what happened was I ordered too many t-shirts because I thought we had more friends than we do. <laughs> and we were like, we can make this a competition. So yeah, thank you for thank you for listening today, and thank you for everyone voting for us. That was the best media award. Uh, welcome. You've been listening to John. Have you listened this far? <laughs> <laughs> if John's listened, that is a miracle. You are listening to award-winning Any Politics. And That's us. Thank you very much. Good uh, night. We'll see you Bye. next week. Bye. Good night. <laughs>